What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are... Welcome back to another episode of What the Actual Fork podcast. Today, we had Sarah Clem um, on the podcast, and Sarah is the Director of Operations for Charge, a college-based health and wellness community, but there's so much more than that, and we will be going deep into detail (laughs) because Jenna and I are so freaking excited. Um, Charge aims to ignite a passion for movement in college-age women. Too many college women rely solely on the elliptical for exercise, me and Jenna, um, back (laughs) in the day. And the mission of Charge is to liberate girls from the elliptical and show them that fitness can and should be fun and that working out is always so much better with friends. Once you join Charge, and Charge is spelled C-H-A-A-R-G, you are welcomed into a supportive and empowering community of 10,000 plus women. Every week, you'll try a different fitness class like Pilates, kickboxing, cardio, dance, and more. When you work out, you'll feel good, but when you surround yourself with people to support you, you'll feel even better. Charge combines great friends and fun workouts to help every member feel their best. In addition to working for Charge, Sarah is also a running coach. She loves staying active with her dog, Benny, and her cat, Bruce. And I just noticed my dog is in the background here. It's perfect. (laughs) Didn't even know he was here. Perfect for the episode. Uh, But Jenna and I seriously didn't really, like, just being totally honest, I think our team at What the Actual Fork, we have so many interns that are like young, younger college age girls. And they kind of put this on our radar, which we love mm-hmm. learning from our interns. And I was like, I'm seriously still jealous that like this didn't exist when we went to college Blown away. because yeah. I think our relationship with fitness could have maybe been less disordered if this was there. Um, and just, I wanted to also preface in this intro that like, this is not a paid ad for charge. We just really do like believe in this and, and that's why they're on our podcast. And I also think too, you know, when I read their tagline, liberate girls from the elliptical, I didn't really understand it at first. And like, it kind of, confused me like I was like oh which way are we going with this like what what are we talking about today right I had like that moment like oh this could be interpreted maybe wrong but when you hear you know what they're all about the efforts that they're making and the work that they're doing to increase inclusion and diversity in their program as well and to just overall like our tagline is always you know make food fun like their tagline is essentially like making fitness fun and it has we're rooted in all of the same things um and I think that 
this conversation was just so cool. And I'm pissed that Sammy and I didn't think of this idea first. <laughs> I know. We're like, damn it. Why could we have done this? But um, it's always, <laughs> it's always to, amazing to just see like younger entrepreneurs and people just spreading such amazing messages. So for all of our younger listeners or anyone who's listening to this that has a friend, a daughter, a niece, a cousin in college, please, please, please share this episode um, and have a listen because it is a good one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Actual Fork podcast. Today we have Sarah Clem with us, who is the Director of Operations for Charge, which is a college health and wellness-based community. Sarah, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. So excited. Yes. Jenna and I were saying before we got started uh, <laughs> recording and even before you joined us, Sarah, that we were reading all about charge and we we're like, Sammy and Jenna circa like tw 2005 to 2009 could have really used some charge in their life. Um, so we're excited to learn more about it. We have so many younger listeners, college age um, amazing humans that listen to our podcast. So I think this could be a great way um, for some of our listeners to learn more. So before we jump in with charge, let's talk all things Sarah. So Sarah, if yes. you could kind of start us off of, you know, were you obviously weren't always the director of operations for charge. So how did you get here? What has your journey kind of been like personally? Yeah, absolutely. So I heard about Charge um, when I was a junior in college, and I had always been super active growing up. I was a huge runner, uh, loved running cross country and track and being on that team environment. And then I went to college um, and started at the, the Ohio State University, and was not the school for me. Uh, so I really, you know, struggled that freshman year, which I think a lot of people really struggle with transitioning into college after high school. Uh, but I did make some amazing friends there. And then I transferred to the University of Cincinnati my sophomore year. And I think it was during that year that I actually heard about Charge from one of my best friends at Ohio State. And so she told me about this group. Uh, she was like, you have to check it out. It is like this fitness community. We do different workouts every week. One of my friends in my sorority started it. Her name's Elizabeth. And she, I basically was like, this sounds awesome. If this had been there when I was there, maybe I would still be at Ohio State because this is just like right up my alley and sounds just so cool. And so... I reached out to Elizabeth and was like super thankful that she was like, actually, I want to, um, I want to have charge go to other campuses. And I was like, okay, well, UC is only two hours away from OSU. Like let's meet up and see how this could work. And so Elizabeth met me. She kind of like like let's do this and that was when I started the University of Cincinnati chapter in uh, 2013 and was super excited to be able to start on that journey with her and she had people from across the country already starting to reach out saying we need this on our campus we need this on our campus which was you know we still hear it today too of 
women walking into the gym and just feeling so intimidated or overwhelmed by the options, intimidated by the men in the weight room, kind of grunting and whatnot, and missing to that team environment from high school and like not having that kind of camaraderie. So I started working with her on starting new chapters, uh, universities across the country. When I graduated, I moved to Chicago to work for Charge full-time with her. And uh, that's when I really started doing more expansion work and then more leadership development training for our college leaders. And then kind of getting to where I am now of doing operations and just trying to make sure things run smoothly. That is so amazing. It's so cool to hear the growth. Um, I just wanted, I'm going to pass it over to Jenna for a question, but I, her question, but I did want to talk about your like tagline that you guys have liberating girls from the elliptical. And I love that because I can just picture younger Sammy in at Penn state, which I saw that you guys have a Penn state, uh, group or chapter uh that we're you're being so nice you're being so nice I was gonna be like I can't believe you went to Ohio State hey she (laughs) transferred she transferred so it's fine um but that just finding more fun ways of fitness and and Jenna and I are huge you know proponents of intuitive movement and finding joy in movement again so I'm gonna give to Jennifer a question but I just wanted to say I freaking love your tagline liberating girls from the elliptical as a fellow person who did hours on an elliptical I have not been on an elliptical in years and I never will never back. never again honestly my question was really just what does charge stand for so I think it piggybacks off of your awesome tagline so if you could just tell us a little bit more about that that would be awesome yes so charge stands for changing health attitudes and actions to recreate girls amazing, amazing. <laughs> And so can you explain, so like we, now we know, okay, we have the tagline, we have what it stands for. What is, what does it actually look like on a college campus? So let's say we have young listeners that are like, okay, I want to know, is it at my school and what does it look like? Like, what does it mean if I join? How would you explain that to listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So they can find if we're on their campus um, by going to our website, charge.com. And then we have a list of all the universities we're at. We're at, I think it's almost 115 now. So chances are we might be there, which would be really exciting. And then they can learn more about how to join there. Uh, but once you join your campus chapter, you are immediately a part of you know, a group of typically 50 to 200 uh, members, depending on how large your university is. And every week you'll meet up with the other members in your group to do a different workout. And so those are partnered and led by different fitness instructors or even by campus, the campus rec center instructors, um, or even other student groups on campus. So One week, it might be doing a pure bar workout. The next week might be going and doing like an ROTC workout. We've had chapters do workouts with their football teams, chapters that go and they do um, weight room takeovers to learn more about how to lift in the weight room with their rec center. So every week is a different event. And then on top of that, there's also small groups. And so those are coordinated by leaders in the chapter. And basically, it's just a set time every week that you're going with a group of five to 10 other members to go to the gym, get together, work out together. It's so much more fun when you're working out with friends. 
and a lot less intimidating too when you know, okay, I'm going to know at least four other people at the gym today. So that is another kind of component of the chapter that members can be immersed in. There's also socials, retreats, chapters do a lot of different things to really build that empowering community on campus and really building that support network for, you know, especially women in college. It can be such an intense and stressful time. And so we really promote having, you know, obviously we love working out, we love fitness, but we also love mental health. We love eating well. We love doing all of those things and living this like balanced lifestyle in college. Um, and so really trying to, you know, help people find that community where they can feel supported. That is amazing. And I mean, you kind of answered my question already that I was like repeating to myself in my head, so I didn't forget it um, because I didn't write it down. But, you know, I think it sounds like Sammy said already that you really believe in the intuitive movement type mindset and principle. And we've had some incredible podcast guests on, on here talking about that. But just like with anything in wellness culture, you know, something that's quote unquote good for you can be abused, right? And I actually talked about this on my stories earlier today because of a conversation I had with somebody. Um, and fitness is typically one of those things that gets like to that abuse standpoint um, or space. So with what you guys are doing and putting such a huge emphasis on movement in such a positive way, which is incredible, um, how do you prevent that? from happening with these smaller groups and with people that maybe are going to every event or, you know, anything that maybe you pick up on, or how do you promote this fitness mindset in the health promoting way? Absolutely. I think one of our biggest beliefs is that fitness should be fun. And so really promoting that idea of like, if something is not enjoyable to you, then like you do not have to do it. And also I think you know, trying anything new can be really intimidating. And so we also encourage members though, if, if you don't want to try something like you don't have to do it. Right. And really trying to take that beginner's mindset approach of like trying something, not being afraid to say, I actually don't like this. And so I'm not going to do it. And I think really listening to our bodies in that way too. Um, I know a lot of what, like I'm a huge runner, but I know a lot of people are like, I hate running. And I'm always like, well, I would love to help you learn to like it if you're open to that. But if you're like, no, I've tried and I just really don't like it, then it's like, okay, that's totally cool. Because something you might love, I might be like, no, that's not for me. Right. And so I think really promoting finding that balance and like keeping it fun is super important because anytime that something becomes, anytime you become like over obsessive about something, I feel like that's when it like stops becoming fun and it stops becoming intuitive. It stops becoming something that your body is asking you to do. And it starts becoming like, oh, I like have to work this in to my schedule or whatnot. And so I think really promoting that and encouraging that and also having the community aspect to look out for those signs. Right. And I think I totally have been in periods of my life where I feel like I'm like a slave to the gym and then being like, whoa, 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 like this is not what I'm looking for. And like, I'm, I should be living life for me not to go to the gym. Right. And so when you're surrounded by other people who are looking out for that too, and wanting to live a balanced lifestyle, I feel like they can help with just like calling you out on like, Hey, maybe that isn't the healthiest mindset. Like, how do we reset this? Right. And so I think those are probably the two big ways that we like to approach that and just to making sure it doesn't, you know, spiral kind of out of control in an obsessive way. 
That was so well said. And I think that's, that's such an important thing. So people feel safe in these groups and something that really stood out to me about charge when I was doing a little bit of research, unfortunately, I feel old. Like I hadn't heard of you guys before this, we, we had you on our interview, but now I feel so like lucky to, to know about this group for, you know, recommendations and referrals for some of our younger listeners. Well, one thing that really stood out to me um, on your website is you guys talk about, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And something when we look at diet culture, when we look at fitness culture, you know, if we call it what it is, especially with social media, it's a lot of thin white women telling people to drink their smoothies, take their pills, do their diets, do their workout plan. Um, and so when I saw you guys, uh, this DEI you know, kind of emphasis you have, I think it's so important. So can you just talk on kind of how that got started with Charge and, and what you guys do with diversity and inclusion and how you have an emphasis there as well? Absolutely. Uh, so honestly, we, to be completely transparent, did not really start focusing on that until last year. And I think a lot of people had a wake up call last year. Um, and we're really thankful that we did. And we were able to really start thinking about, you know, how not diverse charge was at the time and like still we have a long way to go but like you said the wellness space is thin white privileged typically like well off people um and it isn't totally accessible and so once we started realizing that we actually decided hey we're gonna put like a focus on this because we want charge to be a space where everyone feels welcome everyone feels included every body type feels included everyone can see themselves as a charge person. And I think that was something we had never like put to, like it was probably always a subconscious intention of like, yeah, of course you can join charge. And I remember when I was an ambassador, having women come up to me on campus and being like, well, I don't look like you. I don't know that I can join. And I would be like, oh my God, no, like you, you have to join. It's so great. Like, of course you can be in it. And it never clicked of like, well, no, they don't think they can join it because they don't see anyone who looks like them in charge. And so we hired a DEI consultant this past year and she has been really helping us with just understanding, you know, our own privileges and being able to represent more people within charge and make people feel like, hey, this is a space you can become a part of. We've also instituted a wellness accessibility fund that has you know scholarships basically for members who cannot afford the financial dues of charge and really wanting to make it something where it's accessible to anyone and our goal is that anyone can see themselves in charge before they join and anyone can walk onto a campus chapter and say yes like i belong here i am not going to feel weird walking into this event because i know that a everyone in this group is going to be super inclusive and inviting and then i also know that i'm not going to be the only one who looks or feels like i do in the group thank you so much for explaining that and just saying that so eloquently and i think it takes you know, a lot of courage to talk about that. And so many of us, you know, have had wake up calls with just all the social injustice that's been brought into the light over the past year plus. Um, so just, it's so awesome to see 
you instilling this not only in charge, but then how that's going to have have a ripple effect at all of your chapters and all of your college campuses and all of the women that you guys touch and, and bring into this program. So I, I just tip a hat to you guys because I think this is really, really awesome. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm like, damn it, why am I not in college now? Like, it makes so much sense why my relationship with fitness was so fucked up. And now I see these amazing resources. So, so excited to see this going into colleges everywhere. You guys have really thought of everything too. I mean, again, Sammy already said this, but you speak so eloquently um, and you're so knowledgeable about this program and you've made me want to join <laughs> so, so there's that um and during the summer too do you guys have anything obviously summer's over but do you guys have anything to keep people connected and kind of keep these uh, what would be the right word the the behaviors that you've instilled on them all year long consistent throughout the summer and kind of keep people connected and safe yeah, absolutely. So we do a few different programs. Honestly, throughout the year, we'll do different kind of national type programs for members who want, you know, either more or maybe it's like a more niche thing. We actually did have an intuitive eating course that was just so amazing to be able to have um, students who wanted to learn more about intuitive eating have like kind of an intro into it. So we did that uh, this past like spring, early summer. Uh, we have a running club, Charge Run Club, that has different kind of seasons year-round training for different races, really trying to encourage women who want to learn to love running and to make running fun instead of a punishment. Uh, and then we'll also do kind of like fitness plans. So we had a, a month-long fitness challenge called Summer Studio that had different body weight and dumbbell workouts uh, planned for an entire month and members could join that to, you know, again, find a fitness routine that felt healthy for them, have kind of empowering ways to work out and move their body in a way that felt good and fun during the summer rather than thinking, you know, oh, I don't have access to my campus rec center, so I just can't do anything. And really trying to empower people of like, you can work out anywhere, anytime, and we are going to be here to help you do it. That is awesome. Awesome. It sounds like you guys have everything thought out of how people can stay connected, <laughs> be together. Um, I'm assuming, do you guys do some type of online like community as well? So once people are in charge, whether it's at their local campus or nationwide where everyone can be together virtually? Yeah. So gosh, I wish we had an app. I feel like that's like the one, that's the thing we need to do next. Um, but once you join your, your campus chapter, there are typically either a Facebook secret group or a groupie, some sort of thing where you're able to get in touch with other people on your campus who are part of charge. Um, and they also have weekly newsletters and that's kind of how they sign up for the events, hear about different things going on around campus. We love when our students are super involved in campus life and able to meet up with each other and just like tap into that network in person. And then of course with COVID though, all of it was virtual last year. So really doing a lot of virtual events, um, being able to meet people from across the country was really cool too. Amazing. I'm trying to look right now and see if you have any New Jersey universities on here. I want to 
come meet you guys. <laughs> yes, we're at Rutgers. Rutgers. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> How about Jacksonville? Are you guys down here in Florida? So we are in Florida. We're not at Jacksonville, but we're at uh, UCF, FSU. Um, Probably University of Florida. UF. Yeah. Um, yep. Florida Southern College is one of our new ones. Gosh. We have quite a few in Florida, I think. Maybe Jenna and I will just have to do a girls weekend at Penn State, and then we'll go meet the Penn State chapter. Oh, you love be. the Penn State chapter. They are I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. also like 12 gyms on campus at Penn State, too. Do you remember that? Like, yes. There are so many different spaces. Oh, and now the, um, I, the IM building, which used to be like, you all, I used to work there, and I would like flip hard copy papers that said how many people were allowed in it's now this new like state-of-the-art rec center and like beautiful so all of them are becoming that way too I like look at these new rec centers I'm just like these are amazing and so much better than what we had when we were in school yes and I love that you said earlier bringing it back to what you guys do in charge is that like I just think of like college Sammy and how I wish this wasn't true, but like, I was so, even as I I was a trainer at the time at the gym, like I was afraid to do workouts. I was intimidated. Like you kept using that word intimidated to go alone. Or if there were like a bunch of frat bros, like that would like scare me. So just knowing that women have this opportunity to meet friends, feel comfortable, have fun, like just thinking how much that could have impacted my relationship with movement at the time. I think it's awesome. So Sarah, is there any, like, like if, if listeners right now, if, they, if you have one thing you want them to hear and one thing they remember from this conversation or how you kind of want to close, close this episode out, what would you say to our listeners? It's mm, a good question. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of like, yeah, like 18 year old me in college and I would want every, especially college student to give themselves a break and just remember that life is all about balance and you're going to figure it out eventually and you don't need to have it all figured out right now. And I think, you know, joining communities on campus, if you don't have charge on campus yet, starting a community on campus where you can have like-minded people to connect with and to remind you of that is one of the best things you can do when you're in college because you make friends that will remind you of that for a lifetime. And I think that that's one thing I see, especially in college students that I work with is they're so hard on themselves. And I feel like they think they just need to have everything figured out right now. And so my hope is that, you know, students start realizing like, hey, it's, it's okay if I don't have it figured out and I'm going to be with other people who are just trying to do their best too. I love that. I love that. Give yourself a break. I think whether you're in college or not, we can all use a break right now. (laughs) Um, But so Sarah, if people want to join Charge, they want to learn more about Charge, can you please let them know where the best place to go? And can you spell Charge as well? Just because I know people are probably thinking of a different spelling. Yes. Uh, So our Instagram is a great place to start if you want to get kind of acquainted with the community. Uh, you spell charge C-H-A-A-R-G. So it's charge without the E and an extra A. 
Uh, Charge.com is also a great place to learn more about becoming a part of a chapter, starting a chapter. We're always looking for students to start Charge at their university and would love to talk to you about that. Uh, So you can find all of that information on Charge.com as well. Awesome. And we'll make sure to link that in the show notes. So people will be able to click that link. Thank you so much for being here with us, Sarah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork Pod. We know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all your friends and faves, and follow along with us on social at What the Actual Fork Pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have while fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you, we appreciate you, and we will see you next week for a lot more fun.